Here we are today for Guaranteed Audio Episode 9. I'm Kevin James, joined by my esteemed colleague, Neil Cicerega. And Ryan Murphy. Uh, yeah, hi. Ryan, it's me, Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> wow, you sound so much more sensible. Yeah. All right, moving on to media current. No, that uh, that's uh, Jordan Gibson. Uh, we're uh, recording in Somerville today, where Jordan currently lives. Jordan, um, would people who watch our videos know you from anything? Um, yes, I, you turned me into pants. You're one of the pants victims of our, uh, of Ryan, ironically, uh, <laughs> yeah. as <Trousar> the Impaler. <laughs> we also put you in the, uh, buff promo. With oh, yeah. Flax, oh yeah. Duh. Yeah. What's your line, Jordan? Like, what do you do? What's your uh, story? <laughs> what's, your... what's my line in the show? The no, no, your thing? line of work. Oh, my like line your, work. Yeah, yeah. What's your, what's your deal? My, I, wow, uh, hang on. I just realized that's what the old show. What's my line refers to like, what's my line of work? Oh. You know that old game show? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know the oh, game show. Ba- right, you know, I've just heard the phrase right, before. To put it in your terms, it's basically figure it out in the 50s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Go on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I am a comics artist and colorist. Um, and right now I'm working on Power Rangers covers. That's my big thing. So I don't know. Who are your clients? Like, who've, what have you drawn for before? So um, I've done stuff for Marvel and a little for DC. Uh, most of it is um, coloring Joe Canotis, who's our friend who also lives here in Somerville. We're actually uh, using Joe's house to record right now. We are. We're house-sitting and watching his cat, yeah. Biggs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we just did uh, Spider-Man. And then before that, we did America Chavez and Howard the Duck. So. Yeah, so so people go into a comic book store right now, and they like what? What Power Rangers is it just called Mighty. Morphin it's Power? Mighty Morphin. It's um, they have like a this event called Shattered Grid, where an evil Tommy is like coming oh to get everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sh- I feel like Tommy, at least in my mental encyclopedia of Tom of uh, Power Rangers, has been evil as often as he's been not evil. Right? Well, he's kind of evil in real life, right? <laughs> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. <laughs> no, he's cool. I thought. He, right? uh, <laughs> Are we think of the right guy. We can cut this out if we have to. <laughs> well, it's, we'll see. Mark. I think it's <laughs> put a mark there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he, uh, sorry. No, let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Uh, no, he he's fine. I don't know. I I he's I, the that's... one who broke the world record for doing the most for like cutting for chopping boards in half while Did in he? free fall. Am I thinking of <laughs> free fall? Yeah, you can have that one. <laughs> what did, he do? did he like jump off of a building and then just uh, kick from a bunch a plane. of? We're talking what? about the White Ranger, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. How, how, you're not I think explaining he owned, why he's he, a bad guy. So it's one of these world records that wasn't nobody had a record before because no one had done it. As, yeah. As far as I know, it's like that yeah. episode of Hey Arnold. I've just yeah, yeah. heard that he from people because I'm still pretty new to all this, but I've heard that he is kind of his biggest fan, and that uh, he, I believe. He was a little shitty to Billy in the oh, yeah, 90s. Oh, yeah. A few yeah. of them. Yeah. Were. And they have since, uh, they're since mended their ways and they're fine now, I think. Also, I know that he and uh, Jason. Um, the original Jason. Yeah. They had like beef for a while. Well, they should, I, yeah, see why. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because he came and stole the show pretty <laughs> yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're, I, I actually think. They are still not cool, and I think the last time they were together was at the 2017 movie premiere. Yeah, and before that was like did they ten years before? Did they fight? 
<laughs> we, no. should, okay, we, should, we, should, we should save this for the Power Rangers discussion. Yeah, okay, we're yeah. actually going right. to talk about Power Rangers. We're actually going to talk about Power Rangers later. And uh, if you've never listened to Guaranteed Audio before, um, our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, RSS feeds, any flavor of the rainbow for podcast distributing uh, over at www.guaranteedaudio.com. Or I'm probably the last person on the internet that puts that www prefix. <laughs> no, it helps. Actually, I no, it still I, <laughs> I still occasionally encounter a website that just doesn't work unless you put that in. Yeah, yeah, or it doesn't work if you do put it. Well, that's in. their fault. That's not having a yeah. website. Like yeah, we, don't you don't know. have to put www and just go to guaranteedaudio.com to hear all of our shows. Um, HTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to end Back every slash. episode of New Kids on the Rock with going. You know, we'd give out a yeah. very specific colon slash slash <laughs> www dot uh, Always got to end it with the forward slash. Just in case. <laughs> so uh, Jordan's never been on the show before. He's filling in for Ryan. Ryan um, works at a school, and with the end of the semester, you know, coming up, things are real busy for him. He'll be back next time. Uh, I think he has like a prom he's chaperoning for right now, right? Even in I, June. <laughs> I want to see that sitcom. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to Media Current. Uh, Jordan, I don't know if you've heard our podcast before, but Media Current is when we each talk about one movie, TV show, album, comic book, video game, whatever, something you've been getting through. Yeah, uh, by the way, I, I don't know if you can hear this, but uh, <laughs> Joe's cat is meowing in the background right now. Jordan, can you hold your mic yeah. that way? And then he stopped. Okay, he's just stopped. Wait. He got embarrassed. Yeah, he's like Michigan J Frog <laughs> or something. So uh, <laughs> we can add like stock cat sound effects later. Uh, Neil, uh, show Jordan how it's done. What's your media current? I forgot to think of something. Did you? What What did you do yesterday? Oh, I, I actually was. Uh, I was bitching about it on Twitter because I was trying to. Uh, I was just trying to watch music videos on um, on my TV. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh, I'll just find like a huge playlist that someone already made of like all the music videos that, that you know, MTV used to, to air. We do and this I'll all just, the time, yeah. And I'll just put them on shuffle so it'll be like watching TV and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But YouTube messed up its shuffle function or something, uh, especially in conjunction with casting. So it's like if you do it from your phone, it doesn't really play in, in random order. It'll just like... The playlist in order? Yeah, the playlist will just be in the same order every time so i've totally just... looked up a music video though in the last like month Hit yeah play i've cast i i love youtube for music video mm-hmm. background noise when i'm like working or something or it just still works picking. if you like pick a video yeah that's what i mean it'll just generate a playlist from that it's like it's like no different than yeah. spotify well, that, yeah that's because youtube wants to, they want to decide for you but if you yeah. have like a pre-chosen playlist that someone made oh man it it, it yeah. doesn't it kind of like doesn't want you to use it for some reason <laughs> it sucks well because they probably want you to watch new stuff so they can make a case for record labels either that or they don't want want yeah. you watching a playlist of like a movie split into 10 parts or something okay that's know? true too yeah yeah did you get to see any good videos though um uh i'm trying to think the last time you and i hung out we watched like that paula abdul video oh yeah we went Opposites on we watched we watched a mini um like a mini marathon of all the uh, late 80s, early 90s music videos with animation in them. So it was like that Paula Abdul one, the, um, Tom, Petty. the Tom Petty one, Rolling which is pretty cool. Yeah, the uh, there was an Elton John one and uh, the Rod Stewart one. The Rod one. Stewart one's real bad. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was this? surprised that Paula Abdul video is like pretty, pretty good. They definitely dumped money into Well, because music videos used to be commercials. They still are, but mm-hmm. they really were like, let's spend like $4 million on a commercial to sell this record. Yeah, it was also like her her like second big song after yeah. her first hit, right? Totally. 
Um, so they're like, all right, yeah, whatever you want. What did Rod Stewart do? <laughs> it's the song. It's like how do I how do you describe that song? It's like it's like it's about, it's about like Motown. Yeah, it's, it's about we're gonna have a Motown party tonight or something. Okay, this this will give you the kind of like um, it looks like shit. It looks like a bad I'm looking like at Pepper Ann knockoff. Yeah. Or something. Put it, yeah. Okay, let me put it to you this way. Rod Stewart has an official YouTube channel. This oh. music video is not on that channel. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Oh, I, oh my god! So I had an epiphany. Rod Stewart. I thought he was like ninety years old. No. He's seventy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was like forty when he made that video. <laughs> yeah, but you always thought like, wow, that guy is on death's door. <laughs> I always thought he was old. I was looking up. You got you got Rod Stewart in my head after that, and I started looking up like he did a song that like Celtic song um, that ended up in that Loch Ness movie with Ted Danson that no one remembers. Um, by the rhythm of my heart, I think it's called, or on the rhythm of my heart, or whatever. It's the, the music video is just him standing in a bunch in front of a bunch of blue smoke, singing his ass off. Oh yeah, yeah. and like a brown leather jacket, right? And I was watching it with my girlfriend the other night. And I, we were laughing a bit, like, "All right, Stuart's still he's, he's really trying to pull off like a born in the USA look here, like, but he's too old." And then I looked up and I screamed, "He's only 42! <laughs> like, why does he look so old? I don't know what it is, but uh. Did you end up solving your music video? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I think I think currently, if you want a truly random playlist, uh, you just kind of have to hook your laptop up to the HDMI directly, and just, YouTube will uh, do it, just not through casting. Yeah, and even then, apparently, it's it's iffy. Hmm. Jeez. Just the fu- like the shuffle function for some reason. Yeah, they they. I don't want to complain about technology too much. Anyway, uh, we, do, we we specifically complain about algorithmically determined media a lot on the show because it's a big problem. Yeah, well, uh, it's a medium problem. Well, it's also I, well, I've, been, I've been editing my documentary, and that exact subject mm-hmm. is like a scene of the movie. Yeah, so like it's like been in the back of my head. For me, um, if you're gonna talk about YouTube, I guess I'll talk about. Um, I watched Evil Genius. Uh, Hillary and I watched that over the course of two nights. Um, I'm into like true crime documentaries, like nonfiction stuff. I think everyone goes through spells where they just want to burn through those. I'd watched Evil Genius basically a week after I watched The Jinx uh, on Showtime or HBO. Those brands are interchangeable in my brain. Have either of you guys seen it? No. No, I haven't heard of it. Have, you I guys... thought you were talking about Real Genius no. for a second. No. <laughs> <laughs> have, do either of you guys ever watch, like... I've seen The Jinx. It's great. Yeah. And have you seen any I'm... anything like that? Like no. Like Real House? Like Neither... uh, Making a Murderer, that kind of thing? We started watching it. Yeah. I uh, didn't get very far, though. <laughs> Make, making a Murder is still probably my personal favorite. Uh, it's not perfect. But anyways, Evil Genius. It's So basically, it's about... It's not even that old of a story. I want to say it's like 20 years old at most. About um, this guy who walks into a bank to rob the bank. This really happened. And he had a bomb collar around his neck. And he had like a note. And he hands it over to the, the bank teller saying, I want $250,000. And it's the notes not written by him. It's written by like people who kidnapped him and put the bomb on him. I and remember. That, I remember when this happened. This really what? happened. I what remember, year? Like, in, I remember like it happening late, live. Late 90s, and it was like ninety eight or something. I, it was what? early two thousands. Okay, okay, I think okay. I was, it was around. That. Okay, I was following it live on like Fark or something. It's great, <laughs> dude. So like, it's like now the thing is, it's a it's a very interesting story. I won't give away anything else. It is a very interesting story, but documentaries shouldn't just be information delivery services. They mm-hmm. should have some, you know, I, I, I personally judge them on the merits of their storytelling and editing and camera work. And there's some real moral lines they cross 
in the way this they tell the story, this story gets huge. Like there's like tons of foul play and like murder and like it's not just about this bank robbery. It's a very there's a lot that goes down in this town in Pennsylvania. Um but there's a scene where a family member of someone who dies is giving an impassioned plea to a courtroom and they had and they're playing back this in the documentary, a low fidelity recording of the courtroom. Cause you know, you're not going to bring a, they didn't have a camera crew in there mm-hmm. and you can't do like a painting of a voice. Right. So they're playing back this woman crying. She's very emotional. It was a reenactment. Hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that in this, that it's one thing to reenact like, and then I walked in the front door and my dog was dead. It's one thing right. to do that. It's one thing to do that. The jinx does that. Right. Yeah. The words reenactment are on screen for like a few seconds and they fade off real quick. I asked Hillary after I'm like, oh, did you catch that? That was a reenactment. She goes, Oh no, I just thought that was that person's sister. I'm like, no, they, they totally are fooling people, man. And it's kind of gross. Like, cause it's one thing to read like a statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but Anyways, like the, that's a lot of true crime stuff. I feel like that's there. not always an audiovisual like thing right. that you can present. But you, I, I'm, I mean, I'm personally, I'm totally okay with someone reading a letter. Or but a you got to make it more clear that it's but, a reenactment. But also, don't cry. Like it's yeah. kind of screwed up that you hired an actor to act like a real person who's still out there walking around, still grieving over this person. It's a little yeah. That'd be so weird to hear someone pretending to be you the time you cried when this terrible thing happened yeah in the yeah. context of a piece of non-fiction right. entertainment right because right. like that's the line that these shows always have walked or these like I, I used to watch a like, cold case when i was younger i think it's the same reason a lot of people liked spotlight i like just watching people do a good job serving the public <laughs> like you just, it's like a, it's almost like an escape now it's like oh yeah. i just want to watch <laughs> yeah. like cops do what's their it job. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh and um making a murderer oh, on, oddly enough becomes all about one bad move and the system ruins it for everybody whereas like this is just ultimately about a bunch of dirtbag people and the circumstances that result from a bunch of these dirt bag. like it's just it's good i think it's the weakest one of these i've watched in a long time though yeah, I'll check it out because I never found out what the story behind that was. I just I, I never followed up you, on honestly, it. Honestly, so. you might. It's the thing is, if it was a longer series, I'd say just read about it. Mm-hmm. I had that moment literally ten minutes into it. Any documentary that opens with a director or a producer introducing themselves as a character in the film is a huge red flag for me. I, I just I'm not. It's not my flavor. It's not my style. It's just not what I want to see. Like. You are not part of this murder mystery. You are the person directing it. You are the person producing it, the person telling yeah, yeah, the story. So for me... There's I, a few exceptions to that, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there are moments, like in the Jinx, they plant the seed they are going to come back later early on mm-hmm. very delicately, like, yes, we are going to be in this movie. And then they're not in the following six hours or something like that, or whatever it was. Like, Sorry, six episodes. Like, yeah, the director, like the director of that actually got to know the guy. So like, he had he to show to up in, for yeah. the pivotal thing that happens in the Jinx. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, it doesn't justify it in the same way uh, other documentaries have. And it's not Morgan Spurlock level, but there's just like, there's a few too many marks in the uh, mediocrity column for me. And it, it, it feels so by the numbers that um, there's only mm-hmm. four episodes. So that, that was, that's my most recent thing. I mean, I could talk about how I watched Little Mermaid last week too, and I still love it. Um, <laughs> but I figured that's a little more current. Uh, Jordan, how about you? Have you watched anything or read anything? Uh, we this past week we had just been leaving Pokemon on, <laughs> watching that like the old like ninety. We, so we started the new one and then uh, we were like, let's do the old one. 
Um, let me see here. We, we've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine also, which is great. Terry Crews. Yeah. And then um, I, should, I guess I could just talk about it. Last time I talked about Arrested Development, but we... It didn't get didn't manifest yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the SD card. So can, it made me think of it again too. What you were saying because it reminded me of. So I didn't like it season five really, um, for a couple of reasons. But also one thing that they keep doing that Ron they Howard. did again is that they brought Ron Howard back, yeah. and he's in it a lot. It's like a whole plot point. Like they go to a Ron Howard cookout and stuff. It's like fine, you guys, but why? Why are you it's, doing it, it? That's like the first thing you get over when you're a teenager making videos on YouTube. Is like, okay, I think it's funny that my friends are in this, right? It's not just funny. It's not just inherently funny because Ryan's doing it. Like we have to make a character out of this. Like, yeah, and like so to see people. Ron Howard <laughs> isn't intrinsic. I don't know. Is Ron Howard funny? He's like, fu- I guess he's he's like fine. But I don't they already know. did that in season four, <clears throat> right? Like they already did this. Because he's dating... I assume he's playing himself, right? He's playing himself. Yeah. 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 Cause, oh, yeah, because they're making that movie or whatever about Michael's life. They kind of yeah. go back to that. It's very. That's a kind of a retread of a Seinfeld season yeah. four arc. That's kind of the thing is that, yeah, Seinfeld feels like that's another thing that we already all had that where it's like, they're going to make a show of your show and whatever. And they have like the actors portraying them in the show and right. they meet with the executives and they have like name industry people in the show. Like, uh, yeah, and for this one, it's like... I can't, it's, it's cause it's been like two weeks now, but, uh, yeah, the big thing is that like Michael Sarah is dating his daughter who's played by, um, oh, what's her name? Isla Fisher. Yes. Yeah. So then she's a, a Ron Howard daughter and then like they go to this cookout and it's like a lot of like Ron Howard family jokes, I guess. And like Michael Sarah tries hey, to re- re- be funny All if right. you were over 50. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Clint shows up, I assume. Right. I don't think he does. What? I don't think he does. That's like, like the, that's. All right, like, I've the, only seen a little bit of Arrested Development, but I, Clint Howard has to appear on it, right? Ron Howard's always been the producer. Not in. Yeah, I think he plays a homeless guy in season two. See, uh, he might have okay. already. Yeah, they might have already used him. Yeah, that would have been a great joke to bring back. Oh, yeah, played the Clint. Oh, like. <laughs> oh, that was my brother. Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about him. Oh, when we saw Solo, he I was plays, like, there he is. His name's. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't even think about that. Clint Howard is in Star He's in Wars. It. Now. He's I still haven't seen Solo, but most people haven't. I yeah. love Clint Howard appearances. <laughs> oh man, he's great. He's like this rope, like. <laughs> talk about that there's like uh robots fighting and he's like the robot wrangler and uh there's one robot who's a main character who's like stop fighting and trying to liberate them and stuff but he's like get away they're keep my mind, fighting robots there's a very good chance that clint howard's scene was like a rewrite yeah. <laughs> like we got to rewrite this scene we need a robot wrangler hmm, you know i got just the man his character uh clint howard's character on arrest development by the mm-hmm. way his name was johnny bark <laughs> the tree enthusiast. Okay, cool. Sure. First idea. Best no, he idea. showed up. Yeah. Uh, he showed up uh, towards the end of the last season of uh, Star Trek Discovery, too. Oh, really? Yeah, which is not a Ron Howard production, but he was uh, he was a when he was a child actor, he was on Star Trek as oh a, yeah as a little alien kid we watched that recently yeah, yeah. uh so it was like oh that's a great bookend there. <laughs> <laughs> bookend he's, yeah, he's, he's still gonna, gonna do stuff yes i don't know <laughs> like, like, go through all the cynicism we all like clint howard right yeah, <laughs> yeah clint howard is clint howard <laughs> is like uh good nepotism like where yeah. Like, yeah yeah we're yeah. all okay so with it's this like yeah yeah that's why when you said clint howard's not back i'm like what that's like <laughs> the that's like the 
the sweetest plum. That's like the yeah. Plum for that. And I feel like I would remember. I don't. I think because I think the thing is that it, like Michael Sarah is trying to get break up with her. Um, so he tries to do this rebellious thing where he like dyes his hair pink or something, but then they mess up and it's dyed red. So then everyone's like, wow, that's the Howard red, the family red you're going to fit right in here. And it's just stuff like that. So I think it's like to make Ron Howard's family look very picturesque and that Michael Sarah doesn't want to be in it, I guess. So maybe that's why they excluded Ron Howard. Yeah. Clint Howard with red hair would be too much. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, whoa. It would take a minute to notice. <laughs> I mean, he'd just look like a scary clown. You know? so, so you finished the season, though? I did. And I was kind of like, oh, it's over when I finished it. Like, I just left it on one night, started at like five or something, and just was drawing and stuff. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know. It, I laughed like once or twice. And they were all at uh, Job. That's, that's the th- we were talking about this last time, <laughs> yeah. that you feel almost guilty that Will Arnett is the funniest part of that show. Yeah. Because it seems like the easiest character like to make, oh, the scumbag <laughs> brother, like he's magician. So like, But like the older you get, you're like, no, he's he's really funny yeah. in that show. And he was kind of just born to do that. I Do you know the story we've talked about? Neil and I have talked about this. The story behind Will Arnett getting into comedy acting. Mm-mm. Do we remember the Sex in the City story, Neil? I don't know. So Will Arnett was on Sex in the City playing a love interest and he's doing like this scene where he's supposed to be in like in a doorway just trying to be like sexy or something. He's supposed to like say something like cute before like he and this other woman like, I don't know, have sex or something. I have no idea. But basically Will Arnett is trying to act cool and the director is like, hey, 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 like you're being a little too silly here. You got to like <laughs> dial it down a bit. And he's like, yeah, I'm being serious. <laughs> this is how I talk. <laughs> Michael. Um, but then that's like kind of when his agent was like, Hey, you should get into comedy. Like you're Man. a funny guy. So since then he's the best kind of, thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. Does I assume it ends on some sort of tease for another season? I guess. I, well, yeah, I think it's that, um, Oh man, I can't remember any of their names. The mom. Not that not like Michael's mom, but um, Tobias's wife. She's mm-hmm. running for office. Lindsay, Lindsay thank yeah. you. She's running for office, and then they're kind of like maybe is trying to screw her over. I was also kind of tuning out towards the end because I just wasn't doing anything for me really. Maybe had a good episode in the previous season. Like a- she was, yeah. That's the other thing I remember that I said last time is that maybe was one of my other favorite characters this time too. It's yeah. like maybe in Job. Yeah, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Yeah. They'll keep making it. Well, maybe they won't. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Because <laughs> no one was happy with it. Yeah. And everyone was, even the cast was super unhappy with that re edit of season four. Oh, they were? Yeah, because they didn't get paid for it. That's right. Um, and then uh, there was the issue with Jeffrey Tambor. And then there was right. that disastrous uh, interview where, uh, with like Jessica Walter, like, and, oh, yeah. And all so that shit. stuff. There's like so much shit that's gone down in the last 30 days. Like the brand yeah, is God. like. Just getting dragged. Dying. Like, yeah. She was the other one. We were just like, it was her and Job and maybe who are like, I feel like the three of them yeah. can kind of just be themselves the whole time yeah. and it doesn't, they can do whatever and they're funny. Totally. But I never yeah. liked Job. You still haven't really seen the show, Neil, right? Uh, I've, I've watched, I think I'm still in the first season. I just, I don't, I've never mainlined it. I, I've just watched like an episode here and here and there. You I know? feel like it's very easy to feel like you're late to the party on that show. And that, yeah. It's, yeah. there's certain things that you just like, if I wasn't there from day one. Yeah. Like, I really wish I watched it. 
before all this stuff. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, it needed to be because that's when I did. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I got through all of uh, Larry Sanders uh, years ago. Oh yeah, because Jeffrey. It, yeah, I think it might be on Hulu. I need to watch that. I, I hear Simpsons, Simpsons fanatics tell me that it's super important to watch that. It show. is, but it's uh, a lot of it is uh, Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like it's okay because he's like a like the butt of the joke a lot similarly to the way that oj is the butt of the joke in all the naked gun movies yeah you know yeah that's fair <laughs> but also like he plays such he plays an abusive asshole on the show oh okay so it kind of sure yeah, it might see i haven't of- seen much of it i just have seen some scenes of larry sanders make giving it to him and like making fun of him and stuff yeah so. it might be between between that and um gary shandling having left us so so young right. Uh, it might be like just too sad a show to watch now, mm. but yeah. I will say Rip Torn is so good on it. Oh, Rip Torn's on it. <laughs> Rip Torn is like uh, the heart of the show. Man. It's really good. I was thinking actually uh, last month that I kind of wanted to watch it just because of someone posted this like interview with him and who's the guy, the office guy from the British office. Oh, Ricky, uh, Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, it's like him and Ricky Gervais. And, oh, and yeah, Gary Shanley's just kind of making Jeez, yeah. yeah. It's like brutal to watch, and it's like 30 minutes. What, what's Gary Shanley giving him shit about? Oh, just everything. Just yeah. everything. Yeah, he just kind of sees through him. Yeah, yeah. He, he just... Yeah, he just sits there and he just is like, this is who you are. Why are you this weird way that you are? You're terrible. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like used to, I used to go up to Bat Ricky Gervais because the only things I had seen him in were him like defending atheism like hey we should be able to talk about this and i'm like yeah rock on and then after like three four years of just hearing every time i heard about him he was just being mean yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. like 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 i mean i I don't don't being an atheist hasn't been a problem for ricky gervais in probably like 40 years oh sure oh sure but like um like i I, when i say being mean i don't mean being an atheist because i don't think defending atheism is a mean thing to do like, no yeah but yeah. like right. when people like every time i heard him hosting something it was like he made like seth mcfarlane look charming you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like i just thought like what is the point of yeah so. yeah and it's just it's like that uh, it's a, kind of amazing i i definitely recommend watching it it's on youtube i believe okay yeah um that checks out it's yeah <laughs> i believe it's on daily motion <laughs> <laughs> But it's great. Yeah, I don't know. I got to watch uh, I got to watch Gary Shandling. Well, I guess that was Media Current. So we're going to take a quick pee break, and then we're going to move on to our topic of the show, which is the Power Rangers franchise. It'll be real great. Well, we're back with the main meat of the show, which is the, <laughs> the Power Rangers. Do you say, when you say something's like the main course, do you say it's the steak and potatoes or no, the I meat and potatoes? I always say the main meat. I like I main meat a lot. <laughs> I, say, I say steak and potatoes, and I think I got it from my dad. Steak and potatoes. It's, like one of those, it's yeah. one of those like sayings that my family got wrong, and now I'm stuck with it, too. Like, <laughs> What's the actual phrase? Meat and potatoes. Yeah, meat oh, and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. Yeah, it's like saying you got you, you can bring a jackass to water, but you can't make him yeah. drink. Let's supposed to say horse, right? Close. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That same thing with me. Like, oh. Or when I say cat's ass. <laughs> instead of cat's pajamas <laughs> well i love saying main meat i think that's great <laughs> yeah i think power rangers main meat was a uh, one, one season right the main meat is the mighty morphing power rangers m alliteration there oh yeah the main mighty meat power <laughs> we're not just talking about the mighty morphing power rangers because that is specifically the early saban stuff right mm-hmm. yeah that was the first the first season. series yeah series. first season yeah whatever so just so everyone knows, 
what year, Neil, you were born in 86. I was mm-hmm. born in 87. Jordan, you're 89? 89, yeah. Okay, so that will date us. So we were all the target demographic age for, let's say, the first four seasons. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I watched the first season or so, and it was I was just never like a fighting show kind of kid, so I didn't stick with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my younger brother, Ben was obsessed with it in all its incarnations what and you, the Beetleborgs. Yeah. And I, I, so I ended up seeing a lot of it. What about Beetleborgs Metallics? Even Metallics. Oh, man. <laughs> Extreme Ghostbusters of Beetleborgs. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to add, we got to add uh, uh, when the theme song for this episode plays, ding, 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 ding. Metallics. We got to add it. I'll make a marker there so I know. Um, now, uh, how old is your brother? When was Ben born? Ben was born in uh, 1993. So he was born the same year or the year before it premiered. So he grew up with the toys. Uh, and I don't know when he started watching the... He must have been watching it from you know a pretty he, young age. He would have been two years old when the movie came out. So he must have just gone into it late in the game, right? Like, No, because... For- uh, I think he was watching it as pretty much as a baby because he was a very active kid and he was always huh. play fighting and stuff. So, yeah. yeah, I grew. I just grew up with someone who literally was born into Power Rangers and was obsessed with That's it. That's funny. Yeah, I guess for me, like, because I was the same for the Batman cartoon. Like, I can't remember not watching it. Yeah, but I was, yeah, like two when it premiered. Sure. But I remember watching it in that first run. Yeah. Like all the way back then, I was probably three years old, but I was already doing it. So I, I feel that was me with Ghostbusters, the real mm-hmm. Ghostbusters. As a kid, every Saturday, I would wake up, go down, I had my tape, my VC, a VHS tape. That was my Ghostbusters tape, and I would tape the show. Uh, so if I had to have breakfast, I could leave the TV, yeah. hang out with my family, and come back. That was like my parents' way of making sure I had God. family time. When you miss that tape, when you don't do it that one or two times, or you hit record a, twice, yeah, or holy something. shit, yeah, your was, whole month is ruined. Yeah. Honestly, for me, it was <laughs> with, with uh, Power Rangers. Power Rangers might have been the first like contemporary thing I got into because my mother has told me this numerous times that I was always into stuff that wasn't in vogue. Mm-hmm. Like Ghostbusters was like done when i was really getting into it well i shouldn't say done because it's still selling stuff but like in 1992 or whatever the second movie had been done for three years i didn't see the second movie in theaters you know i was just Mm kind of late to the game power rangers i remember though premiering in 95 Mm -hmm. no 93 earlier yeah Yeah. and just being super into it yeah uh with every kid for maybe a year and a half and then i just stopped watching me too yeah yeah so my prime time was the first two seasons was yours just after that, Jordan? Mine was, it was about the same because I was way into it when all the Tommy stuff was happening and like that whole thing. And then there's a point where they are like, and it's clear now that they have just run out of footage. Yeah. And um, the next Sentai show is these samurai guys. So then they make them alien rangers <laughs> and then they turn all of the kids, the, the adults into kids. Yeah. For like... 10 episodes for those who don't know power the the concept of power rangers oh yeah <laughs> basically uh saban haim saban haim yes, saban copyright saban. holder company yeah uh he was a musician he oh, yeah was but a person. I, he, he was just involved in animation somehow and he got into uh imports 
he uh, helped bring a lot of like anime over and stuff. Basically and I, reselling Japanese culture to Americans. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, one of his big projects, and I remember I was reading like an old Starlog magazine and it had a little blurb about him trying to bring a Sentai show over yep. a full like it was like 10 years before Power Rangers actually happened. So he was trying to do it for a long time. Maybe like it, VR Troopers or was, Ultraman? No, it was like, um, it was, yeah, it was an earlier Sentai. And also Marvel was trying to do that before, too. Huh. So, yeah, Power Rangers was the culmination of this idea that uh, Japan is producing these action shows. And we can just take the action scenes because the actors are in costumes. Mm-hmm. And then we can film them out of their costumes in America as... Uh, American teens With and attitude. we'll package it <laughs> yep. for, 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 for our kids. You can just resync. You can just ADR all the dialogue yep. when yeah. they're in the suits. The kids so, don't notice. So what Power mm-hmm. Rangers did was they would, um, as they ran out of footage, they would move on to other shows or would they be sequels to they, the same show? So they, yeah, like initially, cause I, I, so I've been, I've been doing these covers. So I've kind of, each cover is a different era. So I've kind of like studied each one. And basically what it seems like happened is that, they knew that the suits that people associate with Power Rangers are the Jew Ranger suits, which are the dinosaur ones. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we don't want to change those because that's what people know. Um, and it's funny because that is still the ones that people like the most, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. But um, this is Jew Ranger? Yeah, Jew Ranger. Yeah. Yeah. Can you th- sing the theme song? <laughs> <laughs> when I was first getting into Jew Ranger and watching some of it, I couldn't remember the full theme song. <laughs> so, I, so I was like, oh man, it's like Jew Ranger, Jew Ranger, Jew Ranger, Jew Ranger, I love you. I think about that all the time. It's really good. Wait, so, really wait, that's, wait that's the Japanese theme? Yes, yeah, it's, it's not exactly. They don't say I love you. Now, now Jew, Jew Ranger, is that the footage that became yeah. Mighty Morphin yeah. Power Rangers? Yeah, that was the, the series. Yeah. And that show is awesome. Yeah. I live really quick. That show's awesome because it it uh, it's like, it's basically, I actually figured out how to pitch this finally to someone. It's like if an early Final Fantasy game, all the main characters of it, just like halfway through the game, just hibernated for a million years. <laughs> and then they woke up in the present day yeah. and then they, that's the rest of the video game like yeah, it's, it's it's all like R- jrpg tropes and stuff was it sorry you said jew rangers that's yeah the, yeah jew that rangers. was it's zy but it's, yeah. but in japanese it's like it's yeah. jew ranger yeah okay. were they in were they high schoolers in present day they when were they not, woke up they were that they were that age they were yeah. all like 20 yeah Okay, but they weren't in high school. So no. all the Angel Grove stuff was shot There's in no America. There's no Vulcan Skull. But Nothing. all the villain stuff is from that Oh, yeah, show. yeah. Rita yeah. Repulsa, and all Lord Zed. Do you guys know? Lord Zed is the first one that is not. Oh, they right. made Lord Zed for, for Mighty Morphin. Which Morgan. explains, because yeah. his character design is fantastic. Yeah. It's so Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, He's got muscles brain. and brains. He's so 90s boys. <laughs> He's got, like, the visor that Kid Vid and Daxter Foster. Yeah. He's, uh, He's Jewish, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's their go-to a lot. Like also, so he, when he marries Rita Repulsa, they do have they a Jewish step on wedding. The, yeah. 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 How, how, well, how did they? Did they reshoot stuff with Rita Repulsa when they, they hired were... different actresses? Yeah, to oh. come in and be Rita. So f- there's one who did it up through the movie. After yeah, and then they actually they also eventually did pay Toei to make more Jew Ranger footage to use. Cool. So they would. So they had more also. And then they they also had to be like, well, this is all too violent, so we can only use this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was all the cool stuff. Um, but yeah, so then there were, I think there were three Ritas altogether. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah. So anyway, the, um, going back to what we were talking about, the they were on to the next series, which is Cocker Ranger, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they were all like clearly samurai themed or ninja themed. But they had to come up with these excuses yeah. in the continuity of Power Rangers. Like, hey, how come they look like samurais now? Like, oh, well, these fish <laughs> alien from people. from the alien world yeah. of Aquatar, and yeah. they all look like <laughs> they're from space cases. I, I hated <laughs> that. That was, that was totally when I stopped. Yeah, that's when I stopped, well, too. I wouldn't even say, no, because I, I stopped when they recast a bunch of the Rangers. Basically, right after the movie came out, I was kind of done. Yeah. And then you'd still, t- it was on like, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon after school, I would turn on TV on, on, yeah. on Fox and I would see like, oh yeah, it's that stupid fish one. I can't wait for them to I bring know, back just the real like, come back. Yeah. yeah. And then um, I think I tuned out by the time they did, but Billy and Kimberly are always my favorites. Yeah. And Kimberly left early. So I was like, okay, well, whatever. Maybe Joe Johnson went have to do Susie Q for Disney. <laughs> yeah. Which is one of my favorite movies. I own it. <laughs> do own you? Oh my it. God. I love that nice. movie. Um, but anyway, yeah. So then they, they like finally figure out like f- maybe four seasons in that they're like, oh, we should just have them like whoever can give up whatever power. And then they just adhere to the suits that we have. And they, it took them a while to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so then finally around like, like the end of the Zordon era where they like kill Zordon. It's actually pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like the bad guy steals Zordon. It's like all the bad guys. And they have this guy who's clearly like a Luke Skywalker one because they do in space. Yeah. And he has to he's he has to kill Zordon, and then like this big light from Zordon like s- destroys every bad guy or reforms them, which is weird. Oh, yeah. It like brainwashes them to be a good guy or okay. something, hmm. or maybe they were poisoned before. I guess. Sure. Sure. Um, Rita and Zed turn into like two very plain looking people and like just dance, start dancing. It's very lynchy and like David Lynch almost. It just is like these two people. It's like yeah. that kid dancing in the hallway in Twin Peaks. I, I, when I look back at the sinking, you'd have these actors go in like David East. David is that Yost. Yeah. Yost, yeah, Yost, going yeah. in. David East is the video game company. Uh, Data East is why I'm completely. <laughs> but like all of them coming in and like doing uh, ADR work and voiceover work to match these action scenes, they can never quite match the the, the like the head right. movements because like the 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 Japanese actors are doing like stage acting. Right. Like they're like no one's gonna be able to see my face. So the emotion I, I have to convey is through my jaw and like my shoulder movements. Right. So how on earth is Amy Jo Johnson supposed to match right. this stuff when they're saying different things? Yeah. I think kids back in the nineties were even kind of into that. I think kids that was sort of their first exposure to like the equivalent of like kung fu movies mm-hmm. where yes. everyone people who I, mean, I think americans who are or anyone out west who doesn't speak japanese who was into kung fu stuff that had the bad translations and dubs at the time that was kind of part of the fun it is it was like the voice is not matching and everything even if the performances were good it's and i like, think that's why a lot of like little little kids got into power rangers is because yeah. it was so overly emotive surreal almost. yeah and yeah. colorful like whether yeah like yeah you wouldn't think like you know this like fighting action show would appeal to like two-year-olds but it totally did mm-hmm. so it's funny that in the 1995 movie when they suddenly dumped a bunch of money into making this big hollywood film they still dubbed rita repulsa with uh, the original voice actor from the show too like so you had someone on set saying these lines they must have known that, yeah, you're going to get dubbed later because you, you got to have that crazy Rita yeah, voice. voice. Yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah, I love Rita. <laughs> but she is like very clearly dubbed in the movie. And it's not like it's not like a Kung Pao enter the fist level absurd, <laughs> yeah. but it is it is like a weird 
a non-diegetic thing in the movie yeah. where it's just like, it's oh, power. there's just one character who's clearly dubbed all the time for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like supernatural. Like the voice is almost like omnipresent, like in a yeah. weird way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's part of her magical power, maybe. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. So we all saw the 1995 movie. Yes. Yes. Neil, you, you've seen it a lot. Well, yeah, we had it on tape. <laughs> My brother watched it all the time. Um, and I remember like if I was having trouble going to sleep or I was afraid of having nightmares or something, the movie was just so ingrained in my head uh, that I could just kind of close my eyes and rewatch the movie. Wow. Cause I was like, Oh, it's impossible to feel scared while I'm watching right. bulk and skull jump out of a plane. <laughs> listening to the red hot chili peppers you, know? Man, you guys all saw batman and robin right yeah. when i saw that movie in theaters i thought hey they're ripping off power because <laughs> the opening the sky that you got yeah um i remember in our original draft for computer fighters yeah uh, we really wanted to rip off. I mean, we ripped off the Power Rangers movie By in several accident. ways. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> yeah, well, we, but we specifically this. wanted to do it. We specifically wanted to have it start with us jumping out of a plane or rollerblading. <laughs> no, and turning, we were going to rollerblade to yeah. the arcade. We were going to rollerblade to the arcade, and as soon as we put on the rollerblades, we turn into stuntmen. Yeah, like clearly Just stuntmen. like wearing the same colors as us. Yeah, different heights, girths, musculature, haircuts. Like, I love that. But wait, wait, well... I originally it's it it is very Power Rangers the movie, but it's also very Mighty Ducks two. Yes. D two. Yeah. Yep. When we were done we were like halfway through making computer fighters, we were editing, and that's when we never realized, oh, this is just totally the Power Rangers. <laughs> 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 like they, they, like it's like the, well, that's the attitude we wanted. Like all the line deliveries. Like, you know, when we're doing the duck puns and stuff, like we could have gone further, I guess, but Yeah. Having like a scummy bully who's not the main villain. Yeah, yeah. he gets redeemed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, Bulk and Skull. <laughs> I guess they had a lot of stuff cut out of the movie. Uh, Bulk and Skull. Yeah, like they, I'm they very fought, curious. They filmed, the movies, they shot like two hours of movie. Oh, really? And they had to make it like 80 minutes or something. Oh, man. Yeah. They, yeah, I imagine they can just, they just show up and go probably, you know? Yeah. What about you, Jordan? So you've seen it twice? I saw it twice. I saw it once as a kid at some other friend's house or something. And then like uh, about two years ago with Neil and... Um, did I watch it with both of you at the same time or separately? I think separate. separately. Okay. I, remember I guess Ming I watched it in pretty quick succession. going, you made us watch that stupid movie. And I was like, what, you watched it without me? And you're like, uh, some people were over. We had to watch something. Oh, it, was, yeah. it was me and Joe and Ming. And then we picked the Power Rangers and Ming was so mad. It's so quick, though. <laughs> it is quick. Was she really mad? She wasn't. She wasn't really it, mad. She was probably just like tired and didn't yeah, want yeah, to be it's spending fine. part of her life watching. Yeah, it's why? So fast. Yeah, it's like years ago. I lived in Waltham with my one of my best friends, Anthony Guillen, and he, Tim Thompson, and I, and my buddy Steve Bailey decided, hey, let's watch the Power Rangers movie. So we put it on, and everyone got excited. We ordered pizza, and like an hour later, it was over. We're yeah, like, shit, that movie's so quick. So then we were like, what else could we watch? We put on the Mortal Kombat movie, nice. which came out great. like a week later, <laughs> same year. That movie holds up. That's a great movie. And it was oh, so, man. So that's a great double feature. So you've seen it like maybe two years ago and then yeah. back in 95. Yeah. And at the time I was way not into it <laughs> because it's all, it's like all the stuff I like about Power Rangers is excised from Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And notably for me at the end, they do like some pretty awesome CGI that is awesome with an asterisk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and it's like, why did you guys do that when you can just, th- 
because the even weirder thing is that those existed in real life. Yeah. Like they made those suits were from yep. the other show. Yeah. And they just didn't do it. So if you haven't seen the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> Also, they take yeah, they take away the suits too for it's, like most of the movie. I feel like yeah. I feel like the end of the Power Rangers movie is such a monkey's paw thing because as a kid you're like yeah, like I want to see like yeah, real like these robots and like <laughs> knocking over buildings and shit. And then like when you watch it as an adult, it like nothing of real consequence happens. They do no. not interact with buildings because no. that'd be far too expensive. And then you get to be an adult and like oh, the well, Transformers is, movie's coming out. There is like a monorail <laughs> thing that's kind of uh, I think uh, it's it's very similar to the Batman Begins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 There's, there's that there's, but I, so for, apparently similar, but there's a train in both. <laughs> I, so I, I did some research on this this morning <laughs> over coffee and apparently they made suits for the minions that Ivan ooze six on the power Rangers. And then they did test shoots in the, the studio is like, this looks so low rent. So they gave him a little more money and just said, hold on to the suits and the suits. They were like rat monsters came oh, back yeah. in the next season of power Rangers. Yep. So it was good enough for the Power Rangers show, but not the movie. <laughs> so in the movie, are we talking about like the ooze monsters? Yeah, the giant ooze monsters, uh, and they look so bad. Even as a kid, I'm like, this is terrible looking. Yeah. It was like I, they're like purple. They kind of got dreadlocks or something. Yeah, it sounds about right. There is a cool effect though when they are defeated. These these uh these goons. They no, uh, not the goons. The giant robots. Oh, the goons, oh, the goons look cool. Yeah. yeah, I like the goons because they turn into jelly when they they just like splatter. It's kind of a cool yeah, yeah, jump yeah. cut when they get. Oh, those those are great. Yeah. I like those. The birds. <laughs> oh, and the birds too. Yeah, they're sentient too. They talk. Hey, Ivan, you want us to go kill the Power Rangers? Like they do. <laughs> yes. What I love about it, uh, <laughs> that's, that's like eighty percent after of the movie. <laughs> after those birds fail. Ivan ooze. He kills them all. It's great. <laughs> he literally he just, just snaps his fingers all right, and they yeah. all die. All right, you oh, have one go at this because it's like, it's like the screenwriter is going like all right so why don't the birds just i don't know try again there's no like urgency to this plot why don't they just try a second time so who are you talking about the, the robots zords, the zords oh just so the power rangers actually yeah no 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 the zords and the the, the don't you guys remember wait does he have his own robot yeah he makes two robots okay it's okay like, it's yeah like, it's like, yeah he like manifests these apparently two i haven't seen it as many times i guess we yeah let's we need to watch it again so the so, so like, so okay. Let's break down the plot. <laughs> yeah, <please. laughs> All right, guys, I gotta familiarize you with the movie. First off, Ivan Ivan Ooze is the main villain. He's a creation of the the Americans. What are you pointing at? Oh, Ivan yeah. Ooze, he's right there. Yeah. We're oh, in. okay, okay. Yeah. Joe has a Temple of Doom poster. <laughs> okay, but I know what you mean. Okay. Ivan Ooze was um, Belloc in the first Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. That oh. actor. Yeah. Um, Kevin was pointing at a different Indiana Jones <laughs> poster in the room. Um, I forget his name, but uh, he's he's cool. He he. I think he brings Paul Freeman. I think he uh, he brings energy to the role of Ivan Ooze. He does the original purple alien. <laughs> he, yeah, who comes to kill comes all the superheroes? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he gets unearthed. Yeah, he's um, he's he, so bad that he uh, is rude. <laughs> To the normal villains, Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed, yeah. and traps them in a in a little cup or something. What, what I love is that he's been trapped for six thousand years, which is like twice as long as Rita Repulsa. Yeah. yeah, it's like not that phenomenal amount of time. Like six thousand years, like we still have like 
records from success. Oh, yeah, because Rita is 10,000 years, right? Oh, really? Oh, Wasn't yeah. it in the show? Uh, doesn't she say after 10,000 years? Yeah, I'm it's free? gotta be. So okay, so he was. Uh, yeah. Oh, so he took over for her. <laughs> then, then, yeah. Then, uh, then Zordon also got him. It was called Zul- I always called him the Sultan. Uh, Zordon. <laughs> Sultan. Sultan <laughs> takes over. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah, the Power Rangers. The Power Rangers try and beat him up and they can't do it. Uh, so they go to an alien planet, learn new ninja skills, come back. And no, beat they him go up. to the alien planet because Zordon is in a coma. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they, Alpha Five and, can't save him. And the movie is just like we know that the show says that Zordon is somewhere else, but in yeah. this movie, Zordon lives in the tube. Yeah, you like, <laughs> I never, I'll, oh, I never knew it was a remote. <laughs> it's like if you broke open a telephone and the person was yeah. inside. Because <laughs> like, I feel like they've said a lot in the show that like Zordon, I'm communicating from yeah, from elsewhere. Oh, I didn't remember that. He's detail. in a, he's yeah, like in the movie, in dimension or something. They crack open his. Uh, his aquarium and he's just in there. <laughs> he, looks, it's a, they, it, he looks like a Hellraiser or something. Like, I, he looks just, like a mix between Marlon Brando and Superman the movie and Hellraiser. Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing basically a large prune costume. That's what, yeah. 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 What's uh, the guy's, is he, in the show he was voiced by uh, George, no, um, oh, it's David, I think. I always thought as a kid, Zordon sounded like some 20 year old guy Doing a deep yeah. voice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really sound like this, but this is what your father sounds like. <laughs> your father's Zordon. I'm Robert L. Monahan or David Fielding. David Fielding, I think, is the the right guy. I think so. Why did I think who he was... is the guy? I think he is he the voice of Zordon or something who was on a lot of Tim and Eric stuff. That might be him. Not Zordon. Uh, maybe he's the voice of Lord Zed. Maybe I thought it was I thought it was George Newbern. I really thought George Newbern was the voice of him. My bad. Um, there's a guy. He's this old old guy. He looks like uh, he shows up on um, Check It Out a lot. Uh, and I was like, man, how this old is he? I don't know how old he is. He just he he's he's a Tim and Eric him. actor, so he's yeah, yeah, yeah. not a he, he seems like he's not a natural performer. Right. But then you look him up and like, oh, he did a bunch of stuff. <laughs> He did a bunch of like voice acting, and I think he was Lord Zed or something. Lord Zed should always have been screaming in pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be a great fan dub. <laughs> it's just Lord Zed. Anyway, so Lord Zed and Rita get beaten up too by Ivan Ooze. Uh, so the Power Rangers, Zordon. We don't need to go through the whole movie. Yeah, do we? okay, but like it's like a real Rocky Three situation here, or a uh, Dark Knight Rises, where uh, the Power Rangers need to learn how to fight again. So they learn how to fight. They get different Zords. They come back and they beat them up. Yeah, and they win. And they kick them into a comet. <laughs> They turn into CGI, mid-90s CGI for kids. Yep. Um, I, I think it looks kind of cool because it's got that weird... It looks surreal because everything's so shiny and well, reflective. It's, it's cause, and, well, because that's yeah. actually a really easy thing to do in CG. Yeah, it's just Not, they basically just like they take a picture of the background and they kind of map it on as a reflection. Right. Yeah, uh, that's like the, yeah, that's like over, the first yeah. thing you do with like realistic light rendering. Yeah, that's why... Like um, the T-1000 did it in uh, 1991. The Flight of the Navigator, that spaceship from yeah. 1986. Or Mario 64. Yeah. Like, which was running on a hundred and ninety nine dollar plastic box you could buy. Yeah. <laughs> so like it was really low rents. It but it, it's it's very of the time. And I, yeah. You're selling me. You're selling me on it. I like. Yeah. The only the big thing for me is just that like man, if I'm seeing a Power Rangers movie, I want to see him in those suits 
yeah. fighting. Yep. And that's maybe five minutes of that film. They do yeah. it at the beginning. They fight the ooze monsters. And then they get the crappy costumes. Yeah. Yeah, they get like ninja costumes. Power Rangers always goes like like immediately into like the jungle and like um borderline like Dungeons and Dragons y stuff. Yeah. And I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> well it's like well the thing is they almost messed even that up. The suits. You, you know yes, the deal, right? With the visors where they tried to have them open or something. They shot that oh, scene yeah. that way. Yeah. And word got out through like Starlog magazine or something. And people were like, what is your problem? You can find photos of this. Like the suits, the the faces were going to open up. It looked kind of yeah. like the new movie did like yeah. once or twice or whatever. So you could like read the actors to connect with them in the suits, which is, I think after Iron Man, it's been proven you just don't need to do that. No. Right? I mean, they still do it with Iron Man, come to think of it. Um, the, the big thing is, I think, having it open up at certain points weird. and then close again. Yeah. That's all. Everyone's helmets are automated now to do that. I yeah. feel like that's what they wanted to do, yeah. but they didn't realize that yeah. that wasn't a possibility back then. I feel like. Totally. I mean, nowadays, whenever someone has a mask that covers their face in a movie, it gets broken almost immediately. Yeah. Like, when's the last time Captain America had that? Awful mask on his face. He looks so bad in the in Avengers. I I I, I, don't I forgot in, he has that mask. It gets That's horrible. Uh, yeah. It gets better. Like I think <laughs> he doesn't wear it anymore. <laughs> the, it, like I liked it. I think it looked the best in Winter Soldier because they make it. A little le- like it looks really bad in Avengers. I it's will like say. that's the worst it ever. That's looked, the worst, which is one. weird because it's not the first time. Like the yeah. first movie, it looked bad. The second movie, you expect some work to be done. Yeah, they tweak it a little bit each time. I think Winter Soldier it looks good and yeah. it looks good in Civil War. And then yeah, he's kind of to the point where he just doesn't wear it anymore. Uh, but yeah, with Power Rangers, uh, they redesign the suits. I mean they. They kind of just amped them up, though, from the show, right? Yeah, they're they're basically the same. They have thing. like lights, similar. And stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, the lights and like Depth Cyclops cues. visors at one point. One yeah. of them, I believe. Yeah. yeah, I think it was honestly to make it so the, the lights would catch on them more, and they would cast shadows oh, and look yeah. more cinematic. Mm. Yeah, because the TV show they're like plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah plexiglass and just like spandex so they yeah. could fight them. the movie suits weighed like 40 pounds yeah they look pretty pretty puffy when you yeah. look at them now yeah. it's like yeah it's like leather and they're all kind of like especially the white ranger is just the michelin man yeah <laughs> i i agree with you 100 percent. even as a kid i'm like i can they like come back to angel grove and like fight before they go in the zords because it's yeah. like after like the third episode you've watched of that show you just know it's like popeye with spinach you just know what's gonna happen you right. know the math of every episode and with the movie you're like oh are they just gonna come back from learning this ninja stuff and just go right to it yeah you're like the yeah other, they didn't use the ninja stuff the well, no, thing, they thought they fought dinosaurs yeah the they other, do fight a giant uh Skeletal yeah, dinosaur skeleton. puppet. It's yeah. kind of cool. cool. That part's yeah. cool. That part's cool. Hope, that's yeah. a huge puppet they built. <laughs> that's really yeah. cool looking. Uh, the other thing that's funny to me is that they, when they get their new coins, they just all have dinosaur helmets still. It's fine, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Max Pacheco once told me that uh, when he was a kid, he uh, his mom was a little concerned over how much he liked Power Rangers. She's like, "What? So why do you like Power Rangers so much?" He's like, "Oh, it's like this cool show about like dinosaurs." He goes, "Oh, let me watch one with you." <laughs> mom sits down, and watches an episode of Power Rangers, and the credits start to roll. And she goes, "Max, that had nothing to do with dinosaurs." <laughs> and it, Max is like eight years old or whatever, and that's when it hits him that this is like the dumbest show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> the dinosaurs really are just wallpaper yeah it's just like 
what is the cool thing that they look like? <laughs> this dinosaur is just, it's like what a kid's like. <laughs> Jurassic Park had come out in 93. They were lucky. Yeah, because they almost they <laughs> almost did another one. You wonder because they almost did another one before that called Jetman, which um, they're all like bird themed, which I do like. I do like those designs. But I do think that wasn't a big year for birds. No, and the, I think it was because that one was like the 90, 1990, and then nineteen ninety two I think was Jew Ranger, and it was dinosaurs, and they're like, great, we'll do the dinosaurs, and then Power Rangers I think was ninety three, like it was really quick. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just it just all worked out. Thank you, Steven Spielberg, and uh, <laughs> everything else. Di- yeah, it was fun. Yeah, dinosaurs were the biggest deal in the 90s it's so funny. dinosaurs the tv show yeah, uh, yeah. and it was we're like, back a dinosaur t- trying yeah. to brand dinosaurs was this hilarious uh, arms race where jurassic park <laughs> toys had jp tattooed on the dinosaur yes which is a trash idea but it's done so like hey even in the commercials they were like and just make sure when you get your toy it says jp on it because if you don't it's not the real yeah. thing like that was we like, can't copyright dinosaurs because they're real <laughs> <laughs> so everyone and their mother's like let's just make a dinosaur movie nowadays you can't make a ripoff of iron man no like it's just specific not, yeah it's too it's too brand centric and so that was that was kind of a fun thing about the mid 90s yeah there was dinosaurs in power rangers but... and they were up for grabs you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyone can do a dinosaur thing roger corman uh <laughs> did he do carnosaur i think that was him yeah, yeah. carnosaur i saw carnosaur as a kid somehow and it like i remember just the, them breaking out of eggs and eating people on their fridge or something it's a weird movie right i'm sure yeah <laughs> well on that note <laughs> I think we need to graduate this podcast onto the quiz for sure. episode nine. Actually, I do have one, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm assuming the answer is no. But have any of you watched any of the later Power Rangers from like the last twenty years? Oh yes, I have. You have? I've watched a bunch um, because what I do, and I so I'll do a cover for each series, or what that's what we've been doing, and I'll just turn it on and leave it on because they're all on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, it was actually it was cool since I checked out when I was little, just to kind of see where things go. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, like I was saying, where like Zordon dies and stuff. And that's kind of like a fun wrap up to the Mighty Morphin era. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of go from there and start doing their own thing. And then eventually Disney buys it. Yeah. And they make some of what people think are the best seasons. Mm. Turbo Um, or Turbo. Turbo is still in the Mighty Morphin. era. What about the, the, the police Power Rangers where they have badges that's oh. like right after um, Zordon dies. Yeah, Zordon dies. So that's before Disney bought it. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I'm learning so much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, like, it is interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Mighty Morphin and then the Alien Rangers. Uh, I would love to test you to how many how many um, season names can you rattle Man, off? I should I have made know. that a quiz question. Like, yeah. which one of these is I have I have a Twitter account that I never update, but it's all just fake Power Rangers seasons. What really? It's called Rangers in Space. Oh my god! Well, that so it's is all mine. like Power Rangers Lightspeed Bargains, <laughs> Power Rangers Infinite Leg. <laughs> See, Jordan, the funny thing is, we were talking about doing this episode, Jordan's like, I don't know if I'm familiar with Power Rangers enough to do the quiz. Yeah. <laughs> I like, actually, I know, this was kind of something where, like, we we started with you. We were like, what's something we could do with Jordan? But I actually know people who know way more about Power Rangers than you do. Yeah, yeah. You, you probably should have had them. You know plenty. So, so we're, <laughs> have my brother. He knows oh, all Oh, yeah, we should have. It should have been both of us. We could do another we'll one. We'll do a part two. Let's do it, we should, yeah. We'll go deep into we the could talk, I would love that. We could talk maybe about the newer movie in the next one, because I 
I, I saw the new movie. I need to watch it. Jo- yeah. Joe Botch and I went at like 11 o'clock in the morning uh, to the Assembly Row movie theater. And we were just in the theater. Just It was him and me drinking coffee or whatever. And the only other people in the theater were dudes that looked just like us. Like, just like they're like three other, like 30 year old dudes who were like, weirdly I, like, I you. just kind of want to see this movie. Uh, everyone probably had movie pass. <laughs> like, right. Like, let's just see. I kind of liked it. I don't hold power Rangers in any high esteem. I just was into what little I'd heard about it. There were a few, I remember going into the movie. There was like, I don't know if you call it controversy, but people, re- some people were upset that like the suits were somehow somewhat sexualized. Oh yeah. Cause they have like, the girls have they have like giant boob plates on their yeah and kind of like organic <laughs> organic um they had like organic heels on their feet or oh something. that's sure. true they were like yeah wedges. it was a little yeah. Cronenberg or whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I looked at them like I've seen way worse let's like, sure <laughs> like in, in that respect like but the, but like the the worst stuff I'm thinking about is like early 90s superhero stuff mm-hmm. um I I enjoyed the movie um I it's not a home run by any stretch but they were like a surprising amount of jokes that landed for me. The kids are really good in it. Yes. I think the, that's the best thing it has going for it is absolutely. they assembled a really likable, fun cast. They're written. I think, I think their, their relationships are written well. Yeah. And, you get them. They get, yeah, a lot to do together. Yeah. I do wish they, well, there was more power. I need more power Rangers in my power Rangers movies. They, they wait like an away hour from me. and change. Yeah. Just let them just give it to them and go. Bill Hader has some good stuff in that movie. As Alpha Five training them, correctly. Yeah, I do style. like I do like their Alpha Five. Yeah, they even like lament in the movie, like we've been training for like. <laughs> yeah, can we please can just we please do, do it? This? Yeah, yeah, like people yeah. show. I mean, like I get it. I get like, but the movie does it have an action scene in the first act? Isn't it? Is it? It oh, opens. You know what, it opens with opening. Zordon. That's right? the thing. Is that they try to that's have their that Krypton. To, that's their yeah. to bide you over for a little bit. Yeah, because like I, I still was entertained by what I saw. There's like a car chase or something too. But oh yeah, yeah. the uh, yeah. By the time they Power Ranger up, you're like, you know what? This is why you kind of need like Spider Man stops a bank robbery, right. And then something else right. happens. You need you need the you need something. Superman catching the airplane, and then. The, the other stuff happened. There needs to be one. Just throw them yeah. in there. Throw them in those suits in like 20 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and we they can lose them or something halfway and get them yeah. back. I don't know. Elizabeth Banks is so good. In that she movie. was great. Yeah, she was great. Gold. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks is the one who she, it, like the kids are good. But Elizabeth Banks is the one who is like, I'm in a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I am the villain in a Power Rangers movie. Yeah. I am aware of this. I'm gonna just own it, and yeah. she does. She has so she has so much fun. Yeah, uh, the jewelry store scene. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got to see it. Now. All right, it's all right. Let's watch it's it. on Amazon. I, I think I'll it's on it. Amazon and Hulu. I think I'll so. watch the shit out of that movie again. All right, yeah, I do that. I would let's just watch both of them maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't the, forget, there's also the Power Rangers Turbo movie, which we completely glossed yeah. So over. that's brought the, back some of the original cast for it. They right? did. Uh, is that the one where one of the Rangers is a little kid? Yes. Yeah, because they imply yes. that at the end of Mighty Morphing Power Rangers the movie. Yeah, but it's a different kid. It's yeah, <laughs> it's a different kid, and it's um, they actually did that in Super Sentai first. That's where they got oh. the idea from. Yeah, because when he morphs, he morphs into an adult because they're not having a child right? stunt. It's Captain fighter, Marvel, you know. Yeah, it is, and uh, actually, the first one I think who did that was the White Ranger in his show huh. that they got that suit from was actually a kid, and they they have like cool gifts of him like skateboarding and stuff, <laughs> like great. It'll be real great. Alright, so we're back from our break and we're about to have our episodes quiz, which is on the 1995 film 
Mighty Morphing Power Rangers the movie. Wow, what a coincidence. I know, we right? were just talking about it. Yeah. And it's a line for this one. <laughs> the way it's going to go is this. I'm going to ask each of you five multiple choice questions. I'm going to provide four answers. One of them is correct. And then we have a lightning round where you're going to have to write down an answer. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. God. Neil Cesariga. Mm-hmm. Question one. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie soundtrack's debut single, Trouble, was originally released a year earlier in 1994 by this UK duo. And it rolls all the way to the number 11 spot in 1994 when the movie came out in America. Oh, like, no one gave a damn. What was the name of this band? Was it Two Fluorides? Fabulous. Aqua or Shampoo. Ooh, uh, I can do it one more time. A, two fluorides. <laughs> B, fabulous with an exclamation point. C, aqua. Or aqua. D, shampoo. Uh, uh oh. I know the song. <laughs> I know I the song really so like well. Song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's sort of a fake um, Spice Girls kind of. Yeah. yeah. I. I should know that I shouldn't know this, but I should know this. <laughs> Two fluorides is such a weird name. I almost want to say that's it, but I'm going to go with um, fabulous. <clears throat> Sorry, my friend. It was shampoo. Yeah. Two fluorides uh, is just a name I made up. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> you could win a spot in the music video. Ooh. Remember this? You could we, like, if you want a call in contest, you could be cool. in the music video. We watched that music video too. When we watched the movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is pretty okay. good. Jordan, question one. At the start of the film, several construction workers come upon Ivan Ooze's prison. This is where Zordon banished him 6,000 years ago. What was Ivan Ooze imprisoned in? A, a coin. B, an egg. C, a geode. Or D, a tree. (laughs) A coin, an egg, a rock, or a tree. (laughs) I love the idea of guys finding a whole tree <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> in a construction site. <laughs> uh, I believe it's an egg. <laughs> Correct. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Then it would be. <laughs> that's, a good, uh, that's a good image. What is this? <laughs> Some kind of tree. <laughs> Neil. Yes. Just before crippling Zordon and leaving him for dead, Ivan Ooze quips, quote, It's time to pay the piper. What does Ivan then present? A pipe. It's a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's a flute. Yeah. Do okay. you remember like kids I, your age being like Ivan's the worst one? Like yeah. he's the baddest bad oh, guy. He's the, the dark side. Yeah, he's he's like, the, <laughs> so he okay. My answers were a pipe, a sword, a gun, or a rock. <laughs> a gun. It's time to pay the piper. <laughs> no, I remember. It's kind of that scene, which is weird because Batman Forever came yeah, out the it's same very summer. similar. Yeah. 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 No, I remember he has a magic flute that he uses like twice. <laughs> and they're like, cut the flute. The flute's. St- <laughs> All right, Jordan. In Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, the Rangers must travel to an alien planet to train and learn the mystical powers of the Ninjetti from Dulcea. What planet do they travel to? Oh, shit. Zordos, Titan, Tarkek, Phaedos. Oh, That's man. A, Zordos, B, Titan, C, Tarkek, D, Phaedos. I feel like it's Phaedos. Correct. Okay, Phaedos is so... 
like the type of yeah. fake sci-fi word that they would pick. I think he even says it in the trailer. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Ivan says it. So I, that's why I picked Thanos. that. Like, Go to Thanos. <laughs> he yeah, sends the birds <laughs> after him. Yeah. And then they fail and they fly back to Earth. Like, yeah. Oh, we couldn't beat them. Sorry. Uh, these like bird men <laughs> flying through space is a hilarious. <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. The <laughs> <laughs> they show that in the movie? I like think Superman so. 4, Nuclear Man oh, style? Man. Like that. Okay. Um, Neil, mm-hmm. what is the production budget for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie? Low. <laughs> is it 15 million, 35 million, 55 million, or 75 million? 15, 35, 55, 75. I'm going to go with my reason being um, there's a little bit of CGI, which was expensive, but there's no one of note in the film, so I'm going with 35. <laughs> Incorrect. It was 15. Oh, I, I went too high. <laughs> they did, they, I was thinking, you know, they got Belloc. He probably commanded yeah, a, you know act, what? No. They actually reshot like a third of the movie, too. You got to wonder where the hell, like, how cheap was this yeah. movie to make? And it was a summer release, too. Okay. Yeah, I guess, yeah, 35 was kind of a lot back then. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Terminator got made for 100 in 90, 91. Uh-huh. That was like, but that was like a big deal. That's a real movie. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan. The Power Rangers use their Zords to defeat Ivan Ooze. Spoilers. What? What are the names of Ivan's giant war machines? The Titans he unearths to destroy civilization. Oh, right. I remember them. Are they okay, yeah, yeah. the Power Replatons? The Ectomorphicons? The Ooze Destroyers? Or Christomorphers. Oh, man. Power Replicons. Ectomorphicons. Ooze Destroyers. Christomorphers. This one's really good. I came up with these answers. Those are like God. <laughs> yeah, they're all like perfect Saban speak. Uh, you gotta hear, Sabanese. You gotta imagine his voice going, bring me the Ooze Destroyers. <laughs> um, what was the second one? Ectomorphicons. And the first one was the power replatons. Replatons. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's between those two. I gotta go with the first one. I think which was the power replatons. It's actually ectomorphic. All right, I knew it. it was that rang a bell. Yeah, yeah, I was like. I can hear him saying I, it. I, yeah. I had so much fun coming up. Those were great. <laughs> that was my gut was the Ecto one, but I was like, oh, they are supposed to be, they're like replicated of the, yeah. And Ecto is like Ghostbusters yeah. stuff. Like why is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Cause it's spooky and purple, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. <laughs> After an extensive promotional campaign, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie debuted on June 30th, 1995 in fourth place which of these films didn't outgross power rangers that weekend so i'm gonna name four movies yep three of these beat it that weekend. all right and i have to i have to pick the one that the one that didn't do better okay apollo 13 batman forever judge dread pocahontas now i'm not saying these all came out the same weekend but three of these movies were making more money the weekend power rangers premiered Apollo 13, Batman Forever, Judge Dredd, Pocahontas. The Summer of Mediocrity. 
Um, man. I feel like there's a trick in here. Like one of these wasn't out in theaters yet or something. No trick. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Judge Dredd then. Correct. Ah, Which actually premiered <laughs> the same day as Power Rangers. Man. But it still didn't do better than Power Rangers? Yeah, it came in fifth. And Man. Batman Forever. Batman Forever was a holdover. Mm. Yeah, Batman Forever was doing doing fine. Batman Pocahontas. Forever made a filthy amount of money. It was yeah. a huge deal. I remember that. Man, I, that's really sad for uh for Judge Dredd. <laughs> well that the whole it's not a better movie, but it's arguably, you know, it's it should have done better. Yeah. It's I, kind I of kind just of a like lateral it. film. It like it looks cool. It's it not does, for you know, it does look cool. It looks pretty cool at yeah. times. The scores, Al Silvestri, right? Oh, is it? I think so. It All does right. have a really All cool right. practical effects robot in it, which, yeah, which is a bigger term. You know what? It's better than Power Rangers. It's better than Power Rangers. Yeah. All right, Jordan. Question four. Before enacting his genius masterclass plan to enslave mankind through magic ooze. How does Ivan Ooze trap Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa? Does he trap them in a snow globe, in a slime crystal, on the moon, or in a safe? I believe it's a snow globe. Correct. Yeah. I almost spoiled this earlier, but I couldn't yeah, I know, remember the word I know. snow globe. I have back. <laughs> so I said, oh, he trapped them in a cup. <laughs> I, I was trying to. Uh... All right, back to Neil for question five. Ivan Ooze proclaims he is, quote, a master of disguise. (laughs) What does he disguise himself as to sell his magic purple ooze to children? Mm -hmm. Does he disguise himself as their parents, a clown, an athlete, or the Power Rangers? Kevin, he he disguises himself as a wizard. This is a trick question. I thought he was a clown. Oh, whatever, whatever. You're right. I'll give it to you. He's a wizard. He looks a lot like a clown to me. He's a wizard? He he dresses as a wizard. All right, well, I, and he speaks in rhyme. Right, so either way, I'm going to give this. it to you. It's not a clown. Either way, I'm going to give it to you. Ivan. You might have some makeup on, but I feel right, like Well, this is going to be our thumbnail. <laughs> okay. Who is, is disguised? Yeah, wizard comes up. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, Ivan Ooze clown comes up too. Oh hmm. man, no, that's wizard. If I've ever seen a wizard, there might be a little bit of like clown music playing. Oh my god, fuck you guys! Power Rangers Wikia. His primary disguise has a wizard slash clown. Well, <laughs> well, I I read it as a okay. <laughs> he looks pretty wizardy in it. Yeah, that's a wizard. That's a wizard. But like okay, maybe but his antics the are Power clown Rangers antics. fandom agrees with me <laughs> enough that it got hyphenated. <laughs> I feel like it was just Saban being like wizards and clowns, same thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I think well, this you got is the whatever. point. You, 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 you glutton. All right. <laughs> no, he's got the he's got like the Fantasia Mickey hat and everything. <laughs> yeah, wizard. <laughs> clowns could look like wizard. This is the dress of 2018. <laughs> and the and the <laughs> and the other one and the card. This is a Power Rangers collectible card. It says. As the ooze man cometh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, you get one last question. You got to go over to Kamikaze and get okay. some of those cards. All right, here's your uh, last question. It's actually not multiple choice. Right. I'm going to read you. Oh, I got to write it out. No, no, you're just going to oh, okay. okay, you just got to say it out loud. Okay. You need to finish this limerick spoken by Ivan Ooze. <laughs> spoken while in his clever clown disguise as he battles his ooze on children. <laughs> <laughs> Could you rephrase that? Sells his ooze to children. Okay. Take it home in boxes. Take it home in cases. If your parents try and stop you, just... 
punch them in their faces? Throw it in their faces. Throw it in I knew face. it. Oh, too violent. Too violent yeah. for Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, so stab them in the faces. <laughs> Shoot them in the faces with my Glock. Here it is. <laughs> my clown gun. Does he get the point? Or no? All right. So I'm just okay. So after the first round, Neil, you have three points. Jordan has. Three points. Oh, so yeah. moving on to the lightning round. We're gonna have to actually fight. All right, pull out your phones. Power Ranger style. All right, pull out your phones. <laughs> okay, I got my notepad open here. Yeah, yeah. For the lightning round, and there is a tiebreaker. For the lightning round, name as many Power Rangers as you can from this movie. Oh, as like their their actual the names. character names, just oh. their first names. Um, so there's only six of them. There are, but I don't. All right, oh, I I got all, right. all right, all right, hang on. All right. all right, so you'll get. Let me think. I'll give you a one minute. All right, Neil. This is honor system here. Okay. okay. Neil, name me, name me your Power Rangers, and for every one you get right, you get a point. I got Tommy. That's one. Rocky. Yep. And Billy. Gets three. That's all you wrote. Well, that's all I. Uh, that's all I got right. I wrote down Johnny Young Bosch. <laughs> What's Anything his name? Else? I was trying to remember I his name remember and Young not Bosch's Trini. Name. Okay, three points. <laughs> and Booger was the other one. Yields up to six points. <laughs> okay. From, from nerds. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. He would make a great ranger. That guy. <laughs> okay. okay. No, he'd make, no, he'd make a good Alpha Five. Booger. Yeah. <laughs> Just get all of them in there. Get all the nerds in there. Yeah. Don't go back and watch that movie. No, no do not. No. <laughs> Just uh, watch the booger scenes. Okay. What? Uh, okay. What do you got, right. Jordan? So I got Rocky. Yep. Billy. Kimberly. Tommy. Oh, how did I forget? Aisha. Yeah. Shit. All right, you win. All right. Then you, okay, then. I'm trying to remember Johnny Youngbosch's name. It's on the, like the tip of my tongue. I know. What's the first letter? A. A? Adam. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. So Jordan won, but can I tell you the tiebreaker question? Sure. Yes. I was going to have you guys do Price is Right rules. Let's just do it anyway. And go, and go yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do Price is Right rules. How many stars did Roger Ebert give Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie in his review? <laughs> Out of a maximum of four. <laughs> I feel like there's one option here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a zero star movie because I don't think... I think he reserved that for like truly reprehensible movies. Right. Uh, I'm going to go a little risky. I'm going to say two. Okay, I'm going one. Half a star. Whoa! <laughs> he didn't like it. He did not care for it. We both lose. All right, so that was our Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie quiz. We'll be right back with questions from patrons. <laughs> I think it's a two-star movie. I love that song. Anyway, here's the Q&As. Uh, Kevin, can you load up some Q&As from our Patreon patrons? Right. So every episode, we take questions for the last segment of the show, and they come exclusively from patrons. If you go over to guaranteedvideo.com, uh, any amount of money you back us for uh, will allow you to ask questions on the show. Uh, we only charge when we make a new movie, which is, what, like every two months at this point? Uh, so our questions uh, for this episode, let's see. We got one here from Colin Lamprey. Colin asks, hey, you're podcasters now. Do you listen to any other podcasts? Uh, Jordan, do you have any shows you'd like to recommend? Anything you listen to regularly? Yeah, um, I might steal one from Neil, potentially, but I really like We Hate Movies. Yeah, that was my answer. <laughs> <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, that's the one I've been doing a lot of. And then Spontaneous Nation with Paul Tompkins is the other one. What's it called? Spontaneous Nation with Paul Tompkins. It's like an improv comedy one? Yeah. He I just, have heard this one. Yeah. I listened to that in a road trip not that long ago. Yeah, it's really fun. And he'll just get a couple of people together. He interviews someone that he's friends with or something. And then they'll talk. And then based off of their conversation, they pull stuff and do um, yeah improv for like 30 minutes or something or 20 minutes. And yeah, it's pretty fun. Those are two that I always just leave on while I'm drawing or working at this sure. point. Yeah. What about you, Neil? I'll talk about why we hate movies is great. It's because <laughs> yeah. they have a huge back uh, back catalog. Their episodes are all like an hour to an hour and a half. Um, they're just like old pros at shooting the shit with each other. Um, it's just like, yeah, super solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good one is... What, 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 they, do they pick a movie and review Yeah, they just pick yeah. a, a movie that's either truly bad or it's delightfully bad. Yeah. And they just kind of talk about it. And they all have like a background in improv and stuff. And sure. they, yeah, they're just mm-hmm. super funny. Um, I like, uh, I don't even own a television, which is the same idea but it's for books they uh they go to the trouble of reading a shitty book for each episode <laughs> and then they just tear it apart for an episode cool. and uh, that's actually how i first heard about um, ready player one so um, <laughs> I, I have to go listen to that <laughs> uh great idea for a podcast um for me um i mentioned on the show before i'm a big fan of giant bomb i like everything giant bomb does i've been a premium backer of those guys for since probably 2009 Uh, I've, I've been listening to them. Uh, they've held up real well. They have an East coast, uh, show now called the giant beast cast, which I like. Um, I listened to my friend's show, the VHS bandits, which Dane Volke's on, Mm -hmm. uh, Dane Volke is a good friend of ours. Um, as far as other regular shows, I don't know. I don't have a lot of regular podcasts. I do like, I I'll, if there's like a fad show, like serial, I I listened to both seasons of serial. I really liked it. I loved S town. Juliana Paisley asks if you kill a zombie, is that one living thing double dying or is it an entirely new thing dying for the first time? Asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, it's already dead, I think. I, I think zombies are already dead. It depends on it depends on how it works in the universe, in the fictional universe that you're killing a zombie in. Um, uh, if it were in the real universe, I think that counts as... Uh, it's the same morally as if uh, if someone was technically dead, if they died on the operating table and then were resuscitated. Yeah, uh, that doesn't mean you're allowed to kill them. That's a person. That's a that's a person that is still alive, although in a strange state. zombified state. But uh, <laughs> they have been they have uh, <laughs> through the miracle of whatever has caused them to become a zombie. Uh, they've been given a second chance and you're taking it away from them. So, yeah, <laughs> Jordan. Oh, uh, man, I, f- I feel like. I don't know. I'll just kill it again. Yeah. I don't know. It's, 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 uh, I would, you know what, actually it's, I think that it's something that's, it is dying for a second time. Hmm. I think it is. It's something else. Usually. Yeah. Usually zombies don't, they, I mean, there's like day of the dead where they retain certain functions yeah. that they remember, but for the most part, they, if they have a, any personality they have is the zombie personality. Yeah, yeah. or it's almost like just your lizard brain. Sure, yeah. That's, and yeah, it's just that. There might be instincts that are left over, but they're just like muscle memory. I guess it's almost semantics because it's kind of like yeah, yeah. That is them, it's, but it's, it's not it's, as it's not as de- it, this should not be as divisive as say abortion. <laughs> <It's right>. like, <laughs> uh, Carrie Hansen asks if you were forced to choose one creative medium and forgo all others, what would you choose, Neil? Have have we been? I think we've gotten a similar question before. 
but um i'd probably have to stick with music just because uh um i i've been working at it for the longest um it's probably just the the best i don't know it's the most fun way to pass time sure yeah i could make music even if no one listened to it if i had to pick one element of what i do Mm -hmm. between like editing shooting writing photography uh the most satisfying thing is often shooting editing though is sometimes just the thing i want to do at like one in the morning like i want to be alone and in my own world um so i don't know i guess just post-production would be the one thing that i'd keep what about you jordan if you could pick one thing I mean, yeah, for, I guess I already did, and it's drawing, but yeah. <laughs> I did I did do other stuff, too. And, you were a uh, colorist. And, yeah, yeah, colorist. And also, I, I made movies and stuff uh, with my friends or whatever. Do you want to go I, back to that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that if I, like, I also really like editing, is what I was saying. Yeah. Uh, that was always my favorite part of doing it then. Uh, but yeah, it's comics, probably. Or just illustration, I guess. I'm not sure. Something in that. Something with drawing, I yeah. guess. Actually, yeah. within uh, film production, I would probably stick to After Effects, because that's probably my favorite program to... You make so much magic happen. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's all of us. It's just like all the stuff... The manipulation. Noodling yeah. around yeah. after. The, and... I think the older I get, the more I'm going to want to stick to just shooting. Like, I, 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 I get hired to shoot a lot these days. I just did a few days for Harvard. Uh, and I, I see that becoming a skill that's a little more refinable. Whereas a lot of editing software, I get the feeling every 10 years, I'm going to have to reinvent the wheel because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I I'm starting to suspect that Adobe premiere is not going to be the thing very soon because people are so unhappy with Adobe creative suite yeah. and there's free competition that does the same thing better. Mm-hmm. Sony Vegas is coming back. No, DaVinci resolve, <laughs> which is free. Oh, really? It's free. If you're doing 4K, you got to pay for a license. But even then, you just pay once. You don't have to do this monthly subscription for broken software. Uh, <laughs> I, Premiere is so broken right now, it's insane. Then Jelen asks, which of the nightmares described in the video have you guys had? Or what's the most similar nightmare you've had to the ones in the video? So we just put out a video called 50 State Nightmares. <laughs> uh, Neil, I think I know the answer for you on this one. Out of all the late nightmares listed, it's the one about pets yeah i have recurring uh nightmares or just uncomfortable sad dreams where i find a room or an old cage or something and it's just full of like hamsters that i used to have that i oh, forgot that's about terrible and uh it's just like oh shit this animal is still alive but it's dying it's like when you find your neopets and the yeah you yeah log back in <laughs> it's just kind of a weird like realizing you've been neglecting something sure. dream that yeah. is i think the saddest one of those <laughs> it's a little too real yeah, yeah, it's like, I, I had that dream i had that i've had that dream before a pet passed away mm-hmm. like for sure like oh no i gotta go feed my cat like, yeah 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 what about you, Jordan? Have you had a, do you remember? Oh, there's 50 of them. Yeah, I gotta think about it. Yeah, you go first and then I'll do it. Oh, that was that was it for me. Like, yeah. honestly, like everything else was so outlandish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Neil asked me, like, do you have any nightmares? Like, I'm trying to brainstorm for this list and I gave you like three and you're like, no, those are all really sad. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those um, are like really upsetting nightmares. Was there, was there any of them that connected? Because I did try to make them follow dream logic. Well, yeah. I had ones just about like the end of the world and mm-hmm. stuff like that, or like not being able to fly, but that's barely a nightmare. And I actually, I remember a cool nightmare I had when I was a kid. I remember finding out from the news or just looking outside, there was a tornado and it was like nighttime and the tornado went through some sort of electronic store. So it had all these electric sparks <laughs> got sucked up into it. It was just an electric that's volcano cool. coming or a, a tornado coming for me. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I got something that's not a nightmare, cool but so a couple weeks ago, for some reason, I looked up Meteor Man on YouTube. <laughs> I rented Meteor Man more than once as a kid. And I think Meteor Man ruined flying dreams for me for like a decade. Does he, what happens he in trouble Meteor flying? Man? He yeah. has trouble flying in it. And I think it broke my subconscious instincts for flight. And because in Meteor Man, he doesn't like Superman around. He'll only fly like 10 feet above the ground because he's like afraid of heights. I actually, <laughs> when I, really quick, I uh, I didn't want to have, I my dad asked me like, if I wanted to fly like Superman and I didn't like it because I felt like there was nothing to save me if I fell. And he's like, but you can fly. And I'm like, no, so much, I don't right? trust it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I didn't have it before. It could go away. Yeah. 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 But I never had flying dreams. I, I've had a lot I of had, flying dreams. I had Spider-Man dreams though. Cause you are swinging on your own web and you are completely in control of this. You can make another web. It's different than just flying. You can fall. Yeah. I, I kind of remember having like zero gravity dreams kind of, which is different. It was more like, oh, uh, I always thought it would be cool to go into space. I always thought that was the coolest thing about going into space was not having gravity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I used to dream about that. Kevin is playing a clip from The Meteor Man 1993. <laughs> and it is really funny. He is just kind of like hovering. It's, it's around work. Really... It looks good. It's pretty good. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, now that we're. All right, next question. I'll cut that out. <laughs> Brandon Dennis asks, if you had to move out of Massachusetts, what state would you move to? Jeez, uh, I've been thinking about California maybe mm-hmm. because that's just where all the jobs are. Yeah. And it's a bummer. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it, it basically, as someone in my industry, you basically should be in New York or California. Yeah. If you're not, you're asking to be poor. Yeah. Like, there's just a finite amount of jobs. It shouldn't matter with comics, though. And it doesn't for the most part, no, right? No, it's true. But it's just kind of like thinking about, like, do I want to keep doing comics? Or, like, is there other stuff I could be doing over yeah, there? That concept might, art and yeah, stuff. Yeah, or something yeah. that where I might make more money or or might be more fun. I don't know. Because comics are great, but they are very solitary and a lot of work for not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's got to be something I could be doing, something else. I don't Acting. know. Acting. <laughs> yes. The theater. <laughs> um, yeah, your rule, your reel consists of some stuff from 10 years ago and turning into pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm all set, you guys. <laughs> it's time. It's time. Sorry, uh, I, I, love, I love the idea of your real opening. You turn into pants, and then like after a couple of clips, you show that show again, again, but yeah. flipped horizontally. Yeah. Uh, Neil, what about you? Any other st- any other state in the union you've thought about moving to? Oh yeah, well, um, Massachusetts is where I live now. It's kind of the best state. Yeah, that's the kind of thing. I was yeah. like, I don't know. I guess yeah. Rhode Island because I could just hop back over the border to back to Massachusetts. It's a cheat. Yeah. <laughs> Rhode Island. Is, I thought about that. I yeah, thought, I thought about saying like Maine for the same reason because I love Southern Maine. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's a cheat. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, what is what is a fun state? It's kind of just cities. It's fun cities. I, I, yeah, I, I haven't explored I, enough. Um, I I think if I had to force myself to get outside of my element and like kind of, I think this is the spirit of the question. Mm-hmm. I, I I like North Carolina, and Tennessee. Um, I've driven through them both a few times, and uh, Tennessee is just gorgeous uh non-stop fun from east to west from what i saw from yeah. the highway granted uh in north carolina um there's just a surprising amount of industry out there that's exciting 
game studios and stuff like that. And again, beautiful. And it just it's just different enough, you know, um, than New England, you know. Yeah. I did I moved here from Austin. I do miss Austin. Austin's pretty great. It is pretty cool. But it's yeah. just Austin. <laughs> yeah. I've I've been to I've been to like the three distinct regions of Texas. Yeah. Like I've been to like the Midlands, like Odessa, and it's just no. deep mud. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's yeah, it's so so but um but you know, I mean like would you what do you think? Like maybe yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, the thing it's like most people move to New York or California, uh, and I'm very three uh, three bears about it. I think it's yeah. like yeah, California is too uh, spread out. New York is too cramped. You know, I kind of yeah, like Massachusetts is nice. Yeah. It's nice. It's nice middle ground for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got one here from Catherine. How did each of you lose your first tooth? <laughs> Sounds the way it's phrased sounds like, oh, we all have the same story. Like, oh, yeah. we were all together when we lost our first tooth. Yeah, the question is, quote, can you each tell the story of how you lost your first tooth? I can. I don't remember. I don't remember. I was playing soccer in my backyard using a basketball and it hit me in the face. Oh, wow. Oh, really? Oh, that's pretty good. I don't have a specific story, but I do have the really, the, uh, the horrible memory of how it felt to pull a tooth out. Yeah, you know when it's just kind of dangling by a little bit of yes. skin. It did, I thought Ugh. that never hurt as much as I thought it would. No, it doesn't. But it, it, the the build up to it, yeah, it's terrible. The the feeling of ripping it off. Um, you know, Neil and I used to have the same dentist when we were kids. Oh, really? And Neil stopped going to him because he was he's kind of brutal. <laughs> yeah, his Baja. That's his first name. And I remember his last name. Uh, after uh, his last name is <laughs> fuck it. His name is Baja Rizcala. Which is a great name, right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't like him as a kid, but I remember after we saw uh, after we saw the Hunchback of Notre Dame uh, walking out of the theaters, we were like, hey, that Frollo villain guy, it's kind of like Dr. Rizcala, isn't he? <laughs> I liked him because I was kind of a glutton for dental punishment. I, I had to get four teeth taken out when I got oh, uh, braces, and they put Novocaine in for the first tooth they had to pull. And then after that, they went to go to the second one. And as a kid, I said, I, just, just pull it. My dad was present. The dentist looked at my dad's like, he wants to try this without Novocaine. And my dad's like, oh, let him have it. Like my dad thought I would learn my lesson. And they pulled the <laughs> oh, other three no. and I didn't use Novocaine. I just didn't care. I just, I, I didn't like, I thought my gums were too thin for a needle. I was overthinking. The it. needle's like, kind yeah. of the worst part sometimes. It really it is. is. And yeah. uh, I just totally had teeth ripped out of my face without Novocaine. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I so maybe that explains why I liked. Rascala. I think he's retired now. So his son can, runs it now. Yeah. Mm. Uh, don't bother this guy. He's a nice yeah. guy. <laughs> um, Mika asks, "Fuck, marry, kill, fucking marriage, killing." Hmm. <laughs> I think I think they I think they parallel. I think you kill killing. You like, fuck fucking. Yeah. You marry, marriage. I hmm. feel like that's it. All right, one and done. Yeah. <laughs> Viva. No, wait a minute. Hang on. <laughs> Fuck you gonna imagine? Oh, what's it like to, to kill fucking? Yeah, what is that? What do you do? We're You've killed kill- the very concept of fucking. <laughs> We're just coming up with new verbs. Kill yeah. fucking. Uh, Viva asks for each of us, if you were to force the other co-hosts to see a single movie, no matter what quality or length, what would it be and why? I don't, I think we're all pretty open minded. I don't think there's anything you've wanted me to see or vice versa that I haven't seen. I don't know. Man, hang on. I got I have I think I, I have like a text I think, list I think of a movies lot of people, I want to force you guys to yeah. watch already. <laughs> I think Jordan, I think you you and Joe both tell me I really should make 
an effort to see Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, that's a good movie, though. <laughs> I'm trying to think of <laughs> I mean, something I, mean, I would I've had a bunch of people force. tell me that might get me back into Marvel movies. Like, that's the one that would... You, it's you pretty told charming. Me. It's yeah, pretty Yeah, but cute. I'm also worried about overselling it to you, because it is... Every know, Marvel movie I'm oversold. Well, that's yeah. the thing, is that yeah. it's... Yeah, you don't... It's not... What's nice about it is that it's very downbeat compared to the other ones. That's kind of what, yeah. And it's a smaller deal. And a good director. Yeah. It's I didn't just know, like, like, you told me that Martin Starr was in it. I'm like, what? Yeah, Martin Starr's in I, it. I, I, and yeah. Hannibal Burris. They're both his teachers. Yeah. Uh, I guess that. I If I had to pick one that uh, to force you to watch, I feel like, oh, man, I don't know. So there's this movie called Dragon Ball The Magic Begins. I know and nothing it, about Dragon oh, Ball, man. so that's why. <laughs> Great. It's a bootleg <laughs> Dragon Ball movie made, it's live action, made in 1990 mm-hmm. in China, and it's great. <laughs> I don't know if it's really great, but I love it. I've watched it a lot, yeah. and I've made other friends watch it. It's always very fun. Mm. There's no credits at the end of the movie. <laughs> cool. I feel, yeah. I feel like every wow, week, it just sprung up. It, but like, it wait, but it there's no credits, but it's uh, it's a <laughs> they the like the two two guys are like gonna do a Rocky where they spar at the end, yeah, mm-hmm. and it does a freeze frame where they're both kicking, and then there's just nothing. It's just a freeze frame with music, outro music, and no credits for like five minutes. For like five minutes. Oh no, they're like good. <laughs> That's great. That's anyway, really good. yeah, it's pretty good. It's really weird. I think all the trash movies I want my friends to watch, I just make them watch. Like, hey, we're yeah. gonna watch Freaked. Yeah, can, yeah. That's not- Kevin. Do you want to watch Mikhail's Navy? <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, on my list, I think we have to watch uh, Wes Craven's Shocker. Yeah, yeah, sometime. but we want to see that. Yeah, uh, let's see. <laughs> We've been a parody of it. We haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. what's a movie that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think we're supposed to watch Terror Vision. It's yeah, this I've seen movie. That. Yeah, yeah. Terrorvision's great. I'll make you see Terrorvision. Okay. <laughs> um, I can't think of a movie I've ever told you to watch and you've gone, no thanks, because of like the director or something. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of all of us. We're all just down for yeah, whatever. Yeah. 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 Or just like if it's really poorly made, it's kind of like, sure, I'm excited <laughs> to see this failure of a yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've made bad movies too. Let's see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Smurfy asks, uh, Neil... Everyone else who makes their living from internet projects seems to have released monetized videos hyper-frequently just to be able to scrape two pennies together. But not only do you seem to be doing fine with fairly irregular uploads, but you often devote large amounts of time to projects, like the mashup albums, which really can't be monetized. Are you a wizard, or what's the deal? Uh, Man, I don't know. (laughs) Well, uh, part of it, my YouTube money is kind of kept afloat by the Potter Puppet Pals videos, which... um, just really like the old ones alone uh still get views they still get a lot of views um and uh it's i still like making those videos and i'll make one every once in a while and i haven't i haven't officially quit those or anything but it's always been kind of diminishing returns um but in the meantime i've just have a more diverse portfolio where i also put out music and um, you know, sell, sell that. And I also have a Patreon to kind of cover the stuff that can't be monetized that mm-hmm. I do for fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know, just altogether, it just kind of works out for me. Um, other people have a more limited kind of output. Like all they do is make videos. And in that kind of case, yeah, it is uh, great and probably really gratifying to kind of like set up 
set up shop and like really once every two days, once every, yeah, make it your job, you know? Yeah. There's, there's like a definitely two, like a line graph. I I, I use that mental image a lot where you see like, okay, if I can make, if I have to make a video every three days to make enough money to live, what can I make? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of not the, it's really not the kind of thing anyone I know wants to make <laughs> yeah. that makes it that grammar made any sense. Like I don't really know anyone in the immediate vicinity. who was like, you know, I really just want to make vlogs. Um, or we, we, you, Ryan and I have talked about like the math of if we made a movie of the caliber we'd like to make on the regular, what frequency could we do that at? We're also considering day jobs and other commitments in our lives. And it's hard to see like, Oh yeah, we're just going to make a movie like year of the snake every three weeks. Like mm-hmm. we could, but like it would be miserable for us and people would probably get really tired of our stuff if we made it that frequently. Like I, uh, we'd also probably would start falling onto scripts. We're not crazy about or making very samey ideas. Like, yeah, I, I feel like in the early days of YouTube, people experimented with like, Oh, I'll make a skit. Oh, uh, one, one per week. We really, we really filmed that back yeah. in the day. Um, standards were so different back then. Standards were definitely different. And, but uh, I, I guess um, that was sort of the way it was with Vine for a little while. It wasn't directly monetizable, but it was um, there were absolutely people who were producing, um, you know, scripted, albeit five second movies on a regular basis as their day job. Um, And uh, but that doesn't necessarily always work with YouTube. I think if you're going to be putting out content regularly, it is kind of it does have to be kind of in the review or uh gameplay sphere i think sure which is i mean you really just aren't making a lot of it's basically a podcast right yeah it's basically a podcast but uh it is weird uh yeah i think um really only uh soap operas in terms of um fiction min maxing production to yeah it's yeah you you kind of don't want that much fiction yes yeah yeah there really isn't like a de facto guaranteed video type. I mean, there's definitely like a certain type of horror comedy skit that is every third video we make. Yeah. But like, like the, the, the nightmares video is, you know, different. And, uh, I think every content creator on YouTube basically has to assess like what their audience wants. Cause if you like change your formula too much, too quickly, like people drop you like a bad habit for some mm-hmm. reason, which is unfair. Um, or you just have to make another channel to, for all that stuff. Bayana asks in a D and D type setting, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. what would each of your classes be i don't know what the D classes are i was looking it up mm-hmm. uh my friends and i once did a star trek game of gurps that ran a couple weeks and i uh played as the scotty equivalent and uh my character bias was that i knew a lot about alien technology like i knew all the faults about foreign tech but i didn't know how to operate it because I was just like biased. I was like a bigot about tech. <laughs> so it's like when someone like buys an iPhone, if you don't like iPhone, you're like, oh, oh, there's problems with the cables and all this stuff. But if someone hands you an iPhone, you don't know how to use it. Like that yeah. was the whole hook I went for. It's pretty good. Neil, did I I'm buy looking you enough at time? The, yeah, I'm looking at the list here. <laughs> and they all kind of sound boring. There's a sorcerer and a wizard and a warlock. 
Sure. I assume I a war warlock is slightly more woodsy, I guess, but I don't know what the difference. Would, I guess a wizard is in in like the the service of the king. I guess I don't know. A wizard is a sorcerer with a with a job. I would like, like a wizard with a job. I'm so sorry. We don't I would, know. I would like us oh. to re, to create a D and D game based off of our knowledge. Or, of this. Okay, but I was looking at that and I was thinking there's a monk class, and what's that? Like you just pray when you're in trouble or something like. <laughs> Um, what good is a monk in a against a dragon? A fantasy martial artist. Oh, yeah, there you go. oh, oh, a fighting monk. A cool oh, okay. guy. Cool. So, so you get the power of your fists and the power of the Lord, or whatever you believe in. <laughs> right. So that. So yeah, I'd be a monk. By Solve all, mysteries. I, I don't think we know enough about this game. Ah, uh, D and D. Eli Roberts asks if you had things sticking out of your head at regular intervals. A la Hellraiser. Yeah. What would they be? For That's example, the second time we've called brushes. the character Pinhead Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his name, but it's what are you going to do when Nightmare on Elm Street comes for? Yeah. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. That's what you do. I don't know. Yeah. It's like how I call Kevin McAllister Home Alone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's Home Alone. Um, we- sticking out of my head at regular interval. Uh, toothbrushes is a really good one. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, maybe those little plastic babies that you can buy at like <laughs> a at the craft store. No, the little like the craft store ones, okay. the little tiny babies. Aren't those cupies? Are they? Not? I guess they look like cupies, but they're like little tiny ones. I do green army men. Oh, good answer. Yeah, that's pretty good. Wait, are they just stuck there? They're yeah. poking out. Can you get them out? No. Can Pinhead take his? Yeah, own? actually, does Pinhead ever take a can pin out and like, like pop a balloon? Pins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. Uh, one of the other Cenobites is like, oh man, oh I tore, I, I tore a hole in my costume. I need to sew it up. Would you? Pinhead walks into a room and he wants to be scary, but all the lights are on. <laughs> he like holds his breath and blows his cheeks, and all the <laughs> yeah. This feels like a gag from like old Fangoria magazines. <laughs> they'd have like the editorial section, and they'd have like one little cartoon. Yeah, yeah. This, this is yeah. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? You got oh, anything? Oh man, double uh, A batteries. <laughs> yeah, batteries is good. Uh, oh, oh, like chargers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's we were, great. USB oh. came Whoa, when I get like really tired or something, you're like, <laughs> you to eat a lot of potatoes. Yeah, everyone's like charging to me and I'm just like <laughs> dying. How would that work? <laughs> I guess that, that's that's pretty convenient. I don't know. That's a good one. All right, yeah. last question from yeah. Alex Johnson. If you could insert a theme based on something you created into a pinball table, what would you choose and what would the gimmick be of the table? Hmm. I mean, it's got to be Daxter, Flaxter... Right. Yeah. What's the gimmick there, though? Um, it says it's twenty five cents, but it's actually seventy five. <laughs> so you put a quarter in, yeah. and you like, gotcha. Like it comes up on the screen. <laughs> man, can oh, we like man. get like a cheap pinball machine and just make a Daxter Flaxter? Sure. <laughs> just take Doctor Dude. It's the same. There you go. I'd uh, I guess an aerial needs legs pinball machine would be pretty good. Uh, and I guess the gimmick would be like there's a bunch of tentacles in it, but they're like soft rubber, so they never really like bounce the ball very well. It just kind of like gets stuck on them and stuff. That's pretty good. Have you ever heard of Doctor Dude? No. It's pretty much Daxter Flagstaff. Oh, I think I've seen Doctor Dude before. Yeah, yeah. he's getting laid. 
That's what he's doing. It's like a bowling alley or something. Yeah. I love horny pinball machines. Yeah, why? <laughs> They're all so horny. Calm yeah, down. That's <laughs> always children playing, you guys. What are you always. doing? Well, and weird old guys. Yeah. <laughs> like us. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for this episode of Guaranteed Audio. Uh, I'll probably edit out that Spider-Man question into its own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about Spider-Man and other movies for A whole like other podcast. 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But thank you for listening. We'll be back next time with Ryan, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet again, if you want to write in some questions in the following weeks, we'll put up a post on Patreon a couple days in advance before recording. And you can ask any questions you want. You can catch off our movies and stuff over at guaranteedvideo.com. Uh, thank you again, Jordan, for filling in and joining us uh, for our Power Rangers discussion, which was like two hours ago. At this <laughs> yeah. <point. laughs> thank uh, you for having me. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, I guess I'm I'm at Gibson Comics on pretty much everything. If you want to check out my art or, or uh, yeah, if you like Power Rangers, I do a bunch of Power Rangers stuff. So, yeah, keep an eye out, I guess. <laughs> uh, Neil, you got anything you want to say or should we just stop recording? I do. Uh, but I need you to say the name of the podcast first guaranteed audio metallics <laughs> <laughs> okay all right <laughs>